Japanese businessmen are buying panties out of vending machines. Right. right? I told you, feet pics. I will send you photos of my feet if you pay me. Oh, 100%. okay. 100%. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> We're just trying to offer. Yeah. I will do so much more. <laughs> Welcome back to Show Me Yours with Jackie and Johnny, everybody. I'm Jackie Agnew. And I'm Johnny DeVito. This week we have a very good one right off the top. I think it's important that we get the business out of the way. Yes. Thank you very much to everybody that's watching. Thank you to everybody that's mm -hmm. listening. If you haven't already, like and subscribe. Or Yeah, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Throw us a like. Drop a comment. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Show Me Yours Podcast. Yes, ma'am. If you're watching on Apple Podcasts, give us give us five stars. Sure. And uh, leave a little review. Hell it, yeah. it, it helps. It, it really helps. does. Yeah. Well, that shit's out of the way, Jackie. Yeah. We have a very good one today, but yes. I think you have something off the top that you want to discuss? Yeah. So I've recently found this story. I don't think it's super recent, but I stumbled upon it and I, I knew we had to discuss it. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> saw the headline and I'm not into it, but let's let's <laughs> let's talk about it. So a an elderly couple was held hostage in their home for six days by seagulls that were nesting uh, sort of in, not in their roof, but sort of like in the, the canopy uh, uh, under the, the roof. And so basically, uh, <laughs> whenever they tried to leave the house, they were viciously attacked by these seagulls. <laughs> and to the point, uh, so during one time, the, older, the elderly man, I believe he was 77, uh, he tried to leave the house one time and one of the seagulls attacked the back of his head so hard that he had to go to the hospital to get the, the wound treated. Sons of bitches. <laughs> and I have some, some fun quotes. Well, no, Jackie, these. before we get into the quotes, like, <laughs> yeah. for too long now, yeah. for too long, yeah. <laughs> birds have been attacking human beings. It's I think they're just kind of leaving us in a general sense of fear. Like yeah, this impending yeah. doom, right? They're the yeah. terrorists of the sky. Aerial terrorists. I've yeah. been calling them for like 13 seconds now. I, and <laughs> I'm not fucking into it. Okay. Aerialists. I said it. Aerial. No, 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 no. Aerial terrorists, Jackie. Okay, Give them okay, the name okay. that they deserve. Okay, okay. Fuck's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into the minutia here, Jackie. Right now, we're clearly just discussing semantics. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go on. But I have long been um, a champion of maybe eradicating all birds out of the sky. Okay. I like a pterodactyl. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love a pterodactyl. Um, mostly I like birds of prey. Birds of prey, like I in the idea, but mm -hmm. every bird, like I'm prey to every bird. That's true. Do you know what I mean, yeah. right? I'm terrified of them. They yeah. circle the skies, they right? Do. Like fucking vultures, right? Just waiting for a slip up. Mm -hmm. One time I'm walking to work and a crow mm -hmm. feather, yeah. or I guess an entire wing, nope. just like side swipes me <laughs> on the face. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and it fucked my whole day up. I didn't oh, go to work. Yeah. I had to go back home and shower <laughs> because like now I just like, and I still feel dirty yeah. about it. But not only that, um, a friend of mine, I walked into a friend of mine's house, showed it to Chris Roussel. Mm -hmm. I love that man. He had a, uh, a, a budgie. 
Okay. I think. Yep. Not a very intimidating sounding bird. Yeah, it's one of the least intimidating sounding birds. Well, Jackie, what happened was like I went into his home and he had this bird resting on his shoulder. It's his yeah. companion. It's his partner. It's his pet. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I walk into into the domicile and he goes, hey, man, you cool with birds? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure. Because I don't know. I've never been around a Up bird. To that point, because you I'm not you from were. a fucking zoo. <laughs> and I don't really associate with terrorists like that. Right. Sure. That's not how I get down. Yeah. So I'm in his living room and this little bird takes off from his shoulder and mm-hmm. just turns in from like a little two inch little bird. Yeah. All of a sudden it's like four feet across yeah. and it's like, ah, <laughs> it's flying at me. <laughs> so I did what any tough guy would do and I hit the deck and I started screaming for yeah. my mother. And, uh, and my friend just looked down at me and it's like, and he said, that that's, that's how you're handling that. Yeah. I have. And, uh, uh, that's how I handled it. So like, I'm not, I'm like forever fuck birds. Okay. So like, that's and this is an elderly couple too. Like yeah. if anything, like if I was going to be a superhero, that's all I would do is spend my time fighting birds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know how like the, like you see in the, I don't know if it's like I'm in Paris or something, but, mm-hmm. but like, um, you know, all these birds just kind of like flock together and stuff like that. And nobody yeah. really understands how or why they dance. That's sure. like probably a seance to me. Sure. And I'm going to be flying around the middle of that fucking everything. up. Yeah. Anti-bird man. Yeah. I have been dive bombed by, by a crow twice within like 20 minutes do you see what i'm saying i was walking that's fucking terrifying it was the first year i was in we were i was when we were at vfs i was walking to get groceries and i cut down an alley and when i went down the when i turned down on this corner this crow just fucking flies straight into my head and i was like holy fuck and i think it's because i had a like a ponytail and it went like straight for the ponytail and i was like oh my god that was a lot and so then i i kept walking sort of shook it off did my groceries came back happened again in the same spot no no i don't know i I didn't even think to go a different route because i didn't think i just you know i didn't think it would i thought it was like lightning well jackie that's a bad neighborhood and you were probably wearing the wrong colors at the wrong time that sounds like some gang shit to me right like they were gonna punk you every time you walk past that corner yeah um did you change your route I I did after that. I didn't I didn't cut Smart down girl. that alley anymore. Smart girl. I'm, I'm so like this bums me out. Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 that that terrifies the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want yeah, anything to do like with bird. any bird or any bird lover, anything like that. So I'm running from the police one time, and uh, I'm not going to get into the into the specifics of the story. But there was a there was a time in my youth where I had to um, I had to run away from police in hot pursuit. Okay. Right. So. Um, they're chasing me through the bushes, maybe like 14 or 15 or something like mm-hmm. that. And the, the idea of me getting caught mm-hmm. is not going to happen right, uh, when you course. have like grown men with guns behind you telling yeah. you that they're going to kick the shit out of you for having them chase me through a swamp basically. Yeah. So they're not going to be happy when they catch me. Right. Of course. So they're not going to catch me. And I find a, a little sanctuary in somebody's backyard. Mm-hmm. It looks to be a, a garage yep. or something. And I get into that garage and I put a garbage can like over top of me. And I had like maybe four or five beers. And I figure like, well, if I'm going to jail, I'm going to shotgun these beers, these right? Beers, yeah. This normal shit that a 14 year old does, yeah, right? This is just regular, Makes regular sense. kid stuff. Yeah. Um, so I get a little bit of that courage in me. And then I think like, okay, these police have to be far enough away from me now yeah. that I can at least like peek my head out from under this garbage can and look around. And no word of a lie i take this garbage can off and i realize that i'm in a room filled with birds no cages 
Like this guy just has a fucking bird collection of all these different species that are just flying? in this um, decent sized like garage. <laughs> oh my God. So now I have a choice of like, do I stay in a room with my biggest fear yeah. or go and take a chance against my second biggest fear yeah. apparently, which is like the police. So I chose like, fuck it. I'm going to let's let's do another let's do another hundred meter dash. I ran from Fruitvale to Trail and didn't get caught, which is pretty awesome. I knew who I was the whole time. I ended up giving, you know, I'm not a mastermind here, but, yeah. um, but I didn't get my ass kicked by the police that day, right? Which is fantastic. And I also didn't get eaten by a bird. By and birds, that just yeah. is like, kind of showcases like the human spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean? The will to survive. Yeah. Right. That's something that I've embodied for a long time now. Yeah. Yeah. Birds are definitely, I mean, like I, I am an animal lover, but birds are the one I do get a little bit skittish around just because not all birds, mostly like crows for sure. Yeah. They're Seagulls. Too smart. Because I'm like, ugh, they always steal like your food. They're they're a bit too bold, seagulls. Mm -hmm. And then and then Canadian geese. Oh she, yeah, because they're fucking terrifying. Really? They will fuck you up. Are you kidding me? Those I don't fuck around with geese? any birds. Like so I don't I wouldn't know that like one would be more aggressive than the oh other. Oh my god. I'm like any bird coming near me is getting fucked up. They're they're mislabeled. They should be called like Brooklyn geese or something. Oh, is that right? Gonna, they're they're aggressive. Is that an to, aggressive yeah, neighborhood? They're gonna, yeah. They're gentrifying <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a historically <laughs> yeah, black neighborhood right yeah. now. <laughs> Having uh, like aioli. Aioli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're selling, uh, they're selling artisanal mayonnaise. Yeah. In, uh, <laughs> what used to be rundown buildings. No, I, I can see that. I can we see that. Brooklyn geese out we here. <laughs> <laughs> she had to do the accent, right on. That's cool. Hey, we're Brooklyn geese. Um, so back to this this story. Um, <laughs> so I love this. They kept referring referring to this whole event as the six day siege. Like it was a <laughs> like a battle in war. I would have like that doesn't even sound um, that doesn't even give it like the level of intensity that I would feel in that. Yeah. Like I would have I would have probably named it you know something well not off the top of my head but mm -hmm. it would have been more of a more of an epic battle right probably right. Um, yeah. it would have been a standoff maybe like a hundred year uh, the hundred years war hundred years war yeah I think yeah. so. So um, far span like far, far outreaching my lifespan. <laughs> yeah, so describing the six day siege, Roy. So I think this is the guy, the older gentleman's name, said the whole thing has been ter. Oh, he's British. The whole, th the the whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing has been terrible. I'm not able. <laughs> do, to do you regular voice? <laughs> My accents aren't the point of the aren't the point of this story. <laughs> There's I've something. Not, I've, not able, I've not been able to go out out the front door. If I try to get out of the door, the two ad adult birds are right there, and I've got no chance. It's genuinely frightening. He added, "My wife isn't well or very mobile at the moment, so we're relying on me to get out." Frustratingly for Roy, his hands were tied after the city council confirmed the birds were herring gulls, which are protected when they're nesting. Oh, fuck that <laughs> shit. Yeah. And so he, he criticized the council for offering an umbrella to shield the couple without doing anything about the birds. <laughs> I like how the city council just showed up at the property line and fucking threw an umbrella at him like... Figure it out, man. <laughs> he goes, Fuck. He goes, why are seagulls protected? They are not an endangered species. They're a flaming nuisance. <laughs> 
I like that after a six day siege locked in his house, he still has the wherewithal to call them like a flaming nuisance. I would be losing my goddamn right? mind. And so eventually the BBC, so not even the city council, just like the media, yeah. they came out to the couple's home and arranged for like a tent, basically canopy to be set up outside the home to provide some temporary relief until the birds finish nesting. And the final thing is that a city council spokesman told this news source that they assessed the situation and gave the couple advice on dealing with the seagulls. That advice was, we advise residents who have a problem with seagulls to bird proof their properties prior to the breeding season. <laughs> Man. If the last Where year he's, has he's taught us anything, bleeding out the back of his head. <laughs> it just goes to show that fuck your government; they don't care about yeah. you. Oh my god, his poor wife. And like, yeah. The, so the elderly man here is the hero of the story because his wife couldn't leave the house, and so he had to brave these seagulls on his own. Do you think she like <laughs> was? Did it specify like the injury or why she couldn't leave the house? No, no. Because it they sounds to me like if I'm noticing history. seagulls are outside, right, and it's the two of us, like yeah. I might just like stomp <laughs> on. My foot to break it so that I don't have to go anywhere, and you might have to run the errands. It's so weird. I'm like not. I'm I'm just not mobile right now. I'm so sorry, but you're yeah, gonna have to. You're gonna have to go out there for the team. <laughs> Why do you have to leave the house so many times? Like, was he like going to play just lottery to, like, or something? Scratching and wings run and shit? errands and stuff. Wow. And and like to get her medications and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this just it cements like a belief that I've had for my entire life, mm -hmm. right? And now that they're rising up and starting to attack people, mm -hmm. the fact that any bird could be considered protected when... Seagulls especially. Seagull, get the fuck out of here, yeah. right? When our protection or our personal safety right? is not on the mind of any gall, yeah. any bird, yeah. any fowl for that matter, you no. know? And I think that um, like the more that we let them get away with these kind of atrocities and the more that they're just going to run all over us, right? So yeah, it's, it's time true. to stand up. It's time to take down any, any and every two-legged winged creature, mm -hmm. except a pterodactyl, obviously. Of course, right? Of the course, noble pterodactyl the should be exception. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot harder to find. I like a dragon too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, right? Like uh, if it I could can fly. Get on board. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. right? But other yeah, than that, flying dragon. Yeah, anything mythical or prehistoric. Um, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. When is some aren't like birds kind of prehistoric though? Actually, they say there's like a raptor like evolved yeah. into like a chicken or like a sorry, velociraptor yeah evolved into like a chicken or something, which yeah. is crazy to me. I don't understand that, but mm -hmm. that's the biggest fuck you for like the big of like the animal kingdom probably mm -hmm. right over millions of years. If you're like the most badass, fierce um, predator, pack hunters like hyenas and shit like that, like the mm -hmm. velociraptor. I think I don't know. I'm just basing all this off of Jurassic Park. Yeah. And of my knowledge of, of of dinosaurs. Yeah, of course. But um, if you go through hundreds of millions of years f and starting at the, you know, like the wildest predator in the land and yeah. now you are like a chicken that yeah. the colonel, um, from Kentucky fried pumps you full of like all kinds of hormones and stuff. And now your boobies are too big to walk. Mm. Like they have a terrible fate now actually. Right. Yeah. I used to be scared of chickens when I was a kid cause my aunt and, and uncle lived on a farm and they had chickens and they were they seemed to me like a threat because they would like chase me around and stuff and like the rooster was just like out there like cock of the walk fuck you up yeah. if i wanted to i 
it, I think, well, that's a problem because like it becomes a pack, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, velociraptors too, according to Jurassic Park, were also pack hunters. Right. So I mean, you get a chicken around a bunch of other chickens, right? They're not playing by the rules. Yeah. Not one chicken not. I've ever met is played by the rules. No. My right. God, that's why yeah. I batter and fry them shits. Well, I don't know. I. T- I don't support that. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't care, Jackie. I'm out here standing I, I up for, for the regular people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you do what you want dietarily, but like when, next time, next time the chickens come after you, right? You're going to wish I was there with a fucking hot pot of oil. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's true. With herbs and spices, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Fuck, I hate birds. Like that really fucked me up. That really creeped me out. Um, well, hey, moving on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jackie, today. Now that my mind is rattled and I'm thinking about uh, the predators of the sky. Yeah. I want to direct your attention to one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Deltron 3030. Yeah. You see, Jackie, in the post-apocalyptic future of 3030, mm-hmm. right, we have Deltron Zero okay. and Dan the Automator. Right. Right, which you're going to have to, you know, travel through space and time. Right. You know, basically to... Uh, to take back what is theirs, right? Mm-hmm. To take back what's everybody's, you know what I mean? From the global confederation, you know what I mean? That's just um, kind of suppressing human life mm-hmm. and hip hop, right? It's up right. to Dell, you know, to right. to battle intergalactically, right? You know what I mean? To save the world, of course. Very simple concept album to follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this all makes perfect sense. I've been listening to this album for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lesson to anybody listening to this is. Um, your friends don't know anything and don't listen to anybody's opinion about music mm-hmm. because I was about like 12 or 13 years old. I was hanging out at a friend's house. Kelly Farewell, I'm looking at you. This isn't your fault. I'm not saying that I hate you. I actually love this man very much. Okay. Right. But when we were kids, I had like a huge CD collection and I'm like, you know, building and just like always looking for new music. Mm-hmm. And he had a copy of Deltron 3030 that was given to him by like his older sister or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he handed it to me and said, you can have this. Because it's a piece of shit and I hate it. Oh my God. Yeah. What? And I was like 13 years old and I looked at it and I was like, well, no, like we're friends. So if you don't like it, then I probably won't like it. Yeah. And I'll always remember like the Deltron 3030. I'm like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So the name stuck with me. The album art stuck with me. And I was like, this looks like something like futuristic. And I'm not into like sci-fi or anything like that at the time. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially with hip hop. I like stuff like a little more grounded. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I said, no, I don't need it. And then pro- like years later, mm-hmm. years later, it smacks me in the face. Interesting. Yeah. And it's yeah. something that I think about uh, a lot. Right? How did you come across it again? Um, I came across it again just being um, just being a hip hop fan. Yeah. And um, all my friends, everybody's, you know, talking about, you know, classic albums, music that we love. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, <laughs> one of my friends brought up Deltron. And I almost like gave it the assessment that my friend had given me. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm like, well, when I was 13, my friend said it sucked. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? I should be smacked across the face for that. Yeah. Right? Like if that's your, if that's what you're basing, yeah. you know, your taste or, or like But like your, as a kid. That's oh, for sure. Of, yeah, 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 it, it yeah. was it was huge, yeah. right? So um, I listened to it again and it was like immediately, I don't know how I wouldn't have enjoyed it, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a kid, right? It takes you somewhere to um, like a completely different, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Kind of a, of like way of thinking especially yeah, yeah, in like the realm good. of hip-hop mm-hmm. um disclaimer off the top of this um we're gonna go like deep into uh, as deep into deltron as we go into any record i guess i don't yeah. know we're gonna see where it goes but <laughs> the thing about this record and kind of diving back into it now um the funnest part about this has just been 
like going back and just listening to Dell. Mm-hmm. So Dell, the funky Homo sapien, um, Dan the automator, and Kid Koala are the three pieces that make up Deltron Thirty Thirty. Right. Dell the funky Homo sapien is um, an Oakland-based rapper, also Ice Cube's cousin. Um, fam- oh, yeah, yeah, which is very cool. interesting. If you listen to um, Dell's first album, "I Wish My Brother George Was Here," you'll hear Ice Cube all over it and. Mm. Um, interludes and stuff like that it's just kind of interesting so there's like a, some backstory there but they didn't make a lot of music together um but Dell is the funkiest motherfucker alive mm-hmm. the coolest and um well you can just tell like his vocal delivery like I mean just the the inflection in this man's voice is just very cool and um he can take a really like, intricate rhyme structure and you know kind of fuse it and attach it to mm-hmm. something so um wildly uh, wildly different and um, like very like a very strict concept album, right? Right. So right. like a, a lot of every basically every verse in this like fits very tightly into the concept and structure of this album. Yes. But if you go back to like, I wish my brother George was here. You get fun, funky songs like Mr. Dabalina, mm-hmm. Mr. Bob Dabalina. But I would say like the songs on this album are fun and funky. No, no. Like, I, but, yes, yeah. yeah. No, they absolutely are. Yeah. Right. But I think like um, the, but the lyrics uh, you'll find in the rest of his music are gotcha. a lot more grounded. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's a lot more right, right, um, right. streets more, of Oakland uh, rather than like intergalactic than, rap yeah. battles. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so through Deltron 3030 and he also does the voice um, are the lyrics on the Gorillaz smash hit um, single Clint Eastwood. I think those are two are probably mm-hmm. like the the things that Dell is most known for. Right. But he's also like a staple in um, the Bay Area hip hop group Hieroglyphics, which like, I mean, Third Eye Vision and Full Circle, if you guys haven't listened to those yet pick those up um del the funky homo sapien i wish my brother george was here and um no need for alarm he has releases all the way up until 2020 Mm -hmm. so even though this is a a fantastic record i think that it's like outshined the rest of like del's career right so like if i could just be a champion waving the flag of del okay we could do that but okay so now that that's now that that has passed yeah um what we have here, Jackie, is just a trip through space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's what, what year did this come out? This came out in um, 2000. Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah, so yeah. all of everything that takes place here, this is mm-hmm. before 9-11. Before yeah, this is the a, new millennium. A bank crash and before everything, right? Yeah, so you're coming yeah, off yeah. of like a Y2K, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, kind of. The world was crazy then. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you remember Y2K? Uh, vaguely. Oh. I was like... I was like six. We thought the fucking computers were going to shut down, yeah. Jackie. I was like 10. Yeah. And um, yeah, at, at the stroke of midnight on New Year's, we like went to like press the button on the computer and went, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously nothing happened, yeah. but it did like, uh, it was it was a very cool time for, I mean, the, the changing of the millennium. A lot of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cool art came out, but no album I think was like as ambitious and... Um, and worked as well as this. I mean, there's right, a lot of, yeah. especially like in the, in the like the realm of hip hop. I'm a big MF Doom fan, so like mm. Doom would kind of like take you to, you know, like these this, this conceptual area, right? Like right. this is gonna happen. Maybe even yeah. like Bizarre Ride to the Far Side. Maybe not so much. Uh, yeah, maybe not so much the concept album, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, what like you have taking here, taking you to a different world type thing. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and keeping you there, um, and really having that be like a backdrop for actually talking about you know real social issues and totally yeah and and relationships and and everything like that that's kind of happening in the real world yeah yeah right so i I think that takes like a incredibly skilled uh group of fellows and yeah and and dell i in my opinion most of all just to 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 be able to like 
vocalize that mm-hmm. I think so Jackie I'm done waxing poetic here How, what, what, did, what did you think about the record <laughs> well I really liked it like I said I think um it's really like obviously like like you said it's very conceptual and there's a lot going on here but it's also like if you just want to like listen to the like have it on the background you can do that like oh, it's yeah. really like fun like you can yeah. like groove to it and stuff and like yeah like like we were just talking about it's interesting because like with sci-fi in like movies and tv it's like that everything is sort of like a like an allegory to talk about like real issues which is sort of like and but you don't really see that in in music that much especially in hip-hop yeah so it's really interesting it's really like unlike any anything i'd ever listened to though like some like it was sort of familiar in some ways but in a uh, sense it's beats and rhymes and cuts and stuff like that yeah 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 so yeah i really liked it it was very very enjoyable enjoyable time getting into this one when um when i when i'm thinking about like this record in particular there's um like if you go on like a psychedelic experience Mm -hmm. i think like um there there's there's times and places to to put this album on and if if you can have something that will uh you know take you on a on a journey literally like if you're um if you're kind of experimenting with some with some hallucinogens or something like that, mm-hmm. if you can have that album that that can do that for you, and one that you can also just kind of have in the background, you know yeah, what I mean? It could rock yeah. a party. It can do every like it's, it's still that's like pretty incredible. Totally, yeah, it's got it all. It definitely does. Um, <laughs> they they got together about ten years later, make an event too. Ooh. It's very hard, I think, um, to to follow up something like this and maybe right. not for the group yeah. but for like the consumer of course you know what i mean i uh, because this record is so like monumental that it's I think never gonna be what no of course not right do, so yeah. i mean it even it overshines that but mm-hmm. you're gonna get another glimpse into into dell's mind and he mm-hmm. he does the same thing right i think mm-hmm. i'm a little bit more grounded maybe but um yeah yeah he was also going through a shitload of stuff i believe his um uh he was in a relationship where a woman tried to like frame him and sue him and stuff like that. He was getting shot at. And there was like, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of gnarly stuff happening in Adele's life. You know what I mean? Regardless of the fact that he's been, you know, one of the most like unique and iconic, um, artists in hip hop for the past like 20 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's done all that. He's no, you know, stranger to stranger to turmoil in his life. And that's another reason to listen to Adele's regular shit because you will get a much more grounded uh, version of real life in a much more funky way. Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, so many unbelievably like quotable moments on mm-hmm. this. I think that uh, where it kind of gra- uh, grounds for me is the uh, it was so larger than life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, as you as you kind of like pick away at it, there's some like really cool moments in this thing. And um, if you're gonna go from like mastermind to madness, mm-hmm. those two are like very popular songs on this thing. I mean, I think mastermind is probably like one of the singles or whatever. That's like uh, yeah. one of the more well-known songs. Yeah. But within this journey through time and space, Dell just takes the time to tell you like how dope his producer is mm. on yeah. mastermind, which is like the coolest thing. And it goes back to Eric B and rock him. You know what I mean? Right? Like this is, it's still like the fundamentals of hip hop apply. Totally, like yeah. I'm the dopest MC in my, 
my producer, my DJ, he, he can't speak for you, so I'm going to speak for him. Right, right, And right. then you have, like, to, who fuses the music with no illusions, producing the blueprints, clueless? Like, the fucking <laughs> clueless voice. Yeah. Automator, defy the laws of nature. You can yeah. have so much fucking fun listening to this. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a real good time. Yeah, right? Yeah. And not even really get to the fact, like, like what he's doing or whatever, right? So you can yeah. sit there and, and, well, and, you and could go, listen oh, to it like a bun- You could listen to it, like, dozens of times and not even, like, scratch the surface on what's sure. going on there. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Right. And then, um, yeah. And then after Mastermind, you do get like um, Madness, like Caught in mm-hmm. the Grip of the City, Madness. Like that's probably like the yeah, most like, like grounded um, totally. track other than the final I like one, I think, one. on this. Yeah. Is, um, uh, it can, it just manages to take you on this fucking, on this journey. Totally. Right. And um, I think it's important that we're talking about it now because in the, in the sense of um, intergalactic rap battles and traveling through space and, mm-hmm. and doing all this. The, the United States government on 60 Minutes has come out and said that yeah. there's fucking, there's aliens everywhere. Yeah. I believe that guy said, oh fuck, we see them all the time. Yeah, UFOs. UFOs. Yeah, Unidentified yeah. flying objects. Thank yeah. you, Jackie. Or UA, UAPs. Um, yes, or USOs because some of them go from flying to submerged and dipping into the ocean, which is that infinitely is fantastic. crazy shit. That opens up a whole world of questions for me. It does to the point, it, it well, it's kind of, it, it runs parallel in my Bigfoot theory in that like we're the virus of the planet here. Like we're like the least interesting thing that's here, mm-hmm. right? So like if they're just like, you know, dipping past our little radar, like Well and just whoop. the idea that like aliens could they could have a whole like base set up so deep into the ocean that we couldn't possibly have found them or mm-hmm. detected them. And we wouldn't even, yeah, we wouldn't have the ability to look. Exactly. Right? Which exactly. is um which, which everyone is that Everyone who still doesn't believe in aliens, oh, get off your high horse! You are the idiots here. Yeah. Like everyone, it's it's acknowledged mm-hmm. now. Um, but like the whole thing is like, well, we would have we would have seen them by now, or like we would have. You think there wouldn't have been like anything by now? It's like, well, yeah. There, first of all, there's been like ton, as we said, tons of sightings of UFOs. Oh my god! But also yeah. these. Uh, beings are so much more intelligent than us and have so much more advanced technology than us so they could be like so far deep into the sea that there's Mm -hmm. no way we could ever we could ever know what they're doing yeah it's like the ant theory too they're like whoa bro like we're doing some other shit over here yeah yeah, we're not very necessarily very interested in us like i mean i it's it sucks to say because like i'm a selfish person right i Mm -hmm. want everybody to notice me and to notice you right Mm -hmm. to hey take a look at us aliens Right, but if yeah. I mean, the the fact of the matter might be that we're generally not that interesting. I mean, maybe not to aliens. Maybe Dell might be the only person. Yeah. Right, that the aliens maybe will want to come down and contact other than Joan Rivers, and she's gone. That's true. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I mean, it's clear. Right. Those are your, your only two choices if you're, you know, inter um, intergalactic federation. Actually, okay. So, what do you think about um, with technology advancing and the ability to um, do holograms on a big scale? Mm-hmm. Do you think that this might be a, um, uh, there's, a, there's a theory that this is a, a, a government ploy. Okay. Do you know what I mean? To um, either to band us together or to unite the human race because um, we're fighting each other. So now we need to band together against, um, you know what I mean? A, an, an outside threat. And that's going to make it easier for the governments of the world to unite into like a one world government, new world order, that mm-hmm. kind of conspiracy kind of stuff. Do you think there's any credibility to that? Um, I don't know. I've never, I haven't heard this before. I don't know if like holograms would really play a big part into this. Like, I feel like 
it it doesn't make sense to me that they would keep this secret for so long and then they try to like introduce holograms to mm-hmm. like bring us all together when they could just be like there is because well humans- seeing is believing right like if you if we're sitting here and just the, the general public right mm-hmm. and we're looking out my window right now and we see a ship that is the size of a fucking hockey rink yes you know what I mean, right? Like, you're, yeah. there's going to be mass panic and a lot of a yes. lot of shit will change overnight. But they already have all ha- have had all of this information for so many years, for decades mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So, and because humans are so like tribalistic, if they just like release this info, but did it in like a fear mongering way when they're like, "There's this outside enemy, we need to come together." I feel like that would sort of naturally people would naturally sort of form this this like an insular uh, sort of bond to, to you know us against them type thing i don't know if they need to bring holograms into well it. I, th- I just think that it would be the easiest way to do it because they might not have a direct line you know what i mean to mm-hmm. alien civilization right? They, right they might not have um like be they might know of their existence, but maybe mm-hmm. being able to contact them as easy as it would be to order like a Domino's pizza right. might be a little bit difficult, right? right? So in like a government sense, if you want to, um, like if you're trying to plan your world takeover, okay. it would be much easier for you to have the autonomy to um, like to press the button and like, oh, look, there they are. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I, in that sense, I do think seeing is believing and I don't, yeah. I don't subscribe to that. Like I, that's not necessarily my theory, but I do think it's interesting. And where, where, where does Tupac's hologram come into this? Well, he be, Tupac's be hologram, head? like, I think that, like, what everybody is discrediting in the mm-hmm. world is that Tupac is behind all of this. Yeah, that's what, but that's what I'm getting at. Pac and Bigfoot yeah. are wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yes. Sipping Mai Tais on a beach laughing about mm-hmm. how stupid the general public is right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're laughing, but they're also crying inside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, right? Yeah, because I, yeah. in my heart of hearts, I know that Tupac and Bigfoot only have like um, humans' best interests at heart, of but course. they know that they're going to need to do something like this to band everybody together. Their their right? salad days are coming to an end. They this. know that the the time the time is 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 nigh. Absolutely, people are finding out about it's, this these extraterrestrial mm-hmm. sightings. Yep. And, and and with uh, camera phones, um, Tupac is give. just a hard guy to he's a hard guy to hide. Yeah, right. He's um he's always wearing that bandana. You yeah, know what that's I mean, true. right? Like he's, he's very recognizable. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't get into a car without spitting on a camera person yelling "Thug Life." Yeah, right? so that's a, so I mean know, he he a, could do a, a couple things to to definitely stay a little bit more low key, but he's Tupac and he's not going to do that. And we respect him for that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, you know, West Side till I die, motherfucker. But at the at the end of the day well actually what um what extraterrestrial um hypothesis do you subscribe to are you familiar with the like the with the four main no um kind of uh i don't know uh theories hypotheses um, surrounding no give um, me a a brief overview a brief overview would be that um like one theory would be that these are um extraterrestrial beings mm-hmm. from within or outside of our solar system that have come here on a, on the same time length mm-hmm. um that uh that we're living on now and just so happened to pass by earth while we're sitting here and um and they've made it it's it's probably the easiest one to wrap your head around mm-hmm. but it's um it's also difficult um and it's the easiest one to disprove because do you know the fermi paradox no the fermi paradox is a theory where um, if you look at like the, the time span of the universe, mm-hmm. 
let's say it's um uh let's say it's the length of my finger mm -hmm. right from the big bang to now yeah where human um uh our human lifespan even the time on earth itself ha would be like a grain of sand yeah yeah do you know what i mean on yeah. that whole thing so the fermi paradox is not that aliens don't exist but the likelihood of them being here at the time that we're alive right is such a vast um drop in the bucket right, right? it would have to be incredibly um well-timed or, or like the the wildest accident right you know what i mean to ever yeah. happen right if these beings are traveling at multitudes um you know much faster than light speed you know what i mean yeah. to recognize our planet they might have mm -hmm. been here five hundred thousand years ago or five hundred thousand years in the future right mm -hmm. the fact that they would be here right now that we're here would be like kind of um that that incredible um yeah you know time right right so that's that's an interesting one um the next one that I might subscribe to a little bit because this is where like my Bigfoot theory falls in line okay. is is um, the interdimensional mm -hmm. hypothesis that this is basically like where um, parallel dimensions, mm. you know, could exist. Right. right. Um, a multiverse kind of something mm. like that. Right. So there okay. could be you and me doing this podcast right now. Right. And then there could be like a like a butthead version. Do you remember like um, the uh, in living color sketch where. Uh, Jim Carrey has a dick for a nose, and the girl no. has like a butt forehead. No, we could have that. That's a fantastic sketch. Anybody like go that. go back and watch *Living Color*? <laughs> um, you could have that, or like we could be like a fish in a sofa. You know what I mean? Like right. infinite, infinite parallel. That's yes. some Rick and Morty shit, right? Yeah, and *Community*. Oh, they have a yeah a multiverse episode on oh. *Community*. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. It's great. Um, that and I think time travel would also fall into that into that similar line, right? Because. Mm -hmm it's confusing and nobody can really understand time travel yeah right? it is quite confusing what rules yeah. are we dealing with here exactly right um but uh i like unless it's like a bill and ted is like obviously the only like logical mm -hmm. time travel thing right if you don't mm -hmm. have a phone booth then you're probably not gonna be able to travel time obviously and yeah. if you can't fix your antenna with tuna cans it's just not gonna happen either yeah. it's an excellent adventure check them out um the third one that we actually have here, which I kind of think is interesting, is the extra-dimensional hypothesis. Okay. So now this is like AI, um, um, a, the simulation theory, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. That um, that one's kind of scary to me in the sense that like we're not actually, we don't actually exist here. Yeah, the simulation theory. I just don't, I don't like it mm -hmm. because it, it makes me uncomfortable yeah. to think about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I get really scared off the fact, like, yeah. I mean... Free will is free will, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. my it's my addictions that drive me anyway, right? I don't have any free will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, a, but other than that, like, um, yeah, the idea that <coughs> we're just like non-player characters in the background of like some kid's fucking Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, exactly. That is terrifying. Like that. I don't like that at yeah. all. Um, the third one I think is kind of interesting is like um, ultra-terrestrial theory. Ooh. Where that is um, like, uh, like a human civilization broke broke off mm -hmm. um to avoid cataclysm or whatever and and, okay. and and might come back right in the future right so we might see you know these uh little green men get off the ship and they're not little green men at all right right and they're black and then how's the white man going to deal with that right well figure it out i think we know I, yeah not well <laughs> not well um you know so that's going to be that's going to be I, <laughs> that'd be funny if the ultra terrestrials are just like a group of Africans are like, no, no, this is crazy. Like yeah. we just fucked off. Yeah. We had to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We broke off. Yeah. yeah. We left 500 years ago, came back. Honestly, not that good still. Yeah. So we're going to go. 
that would be crazy. Um, do you do any of those kind of uh, which which of those kind of pique your interest the most? Uh, I think the like the interdimensional multiverse. Yeah, type, yeah, yeah. That that I think that's the good balance of not being like too. Like the the last two are a bit like too wild for me to really get on board with, sure. but the first one is like a bit too simplistic. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but the. So then, the second one. If you're, if we're talking about multiple dimensions, mm -hmm. um, um, multiple, multiple universes, like that, that to me is, it, it does, it gives me the warm fuzzies to kind of think about. But it's mm -hmm. also the most frightening because, like, I, I, I can't explain it as well as I could the others. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Right? Like that, yeah. No, it is kind of weird to think about that. There's just like another dimension. Yeah. Right next to us. Multiple of mul them. Uh, infinite amount. Yeah. But right. Where you're a shoelace and I'm a stapler. Yeah. And we're having the same conversation. It is believable though because we have no idea. Like the universe, like it has no edge. We have no idea. Like it's just infinite. So why the fuck? If that, Say that is, speak if for that yourself. Is, I'm a flat universer and I have been for a long time. Universe. There's a wall out there. It's fucking clear. It's, it's so obvious. But like if that is our ex best explanation for the universe, because we're just like, it's infinite. That's yeah. the best I got for you. Then, of course, there could be other other universe, other universe. I. Mm, that's nice. I like I like a good plural. I like yeah. a good plural. <laughs> <laughs> what could you do to see like that now the problem just becomes like the the futility of the human mind is that if mm -hmm. we can't comprehend that shit or understand it should i just go eat stuffed crust pizzas from pizza hut and like bury my you know face into drugs and pornography and not think about like the you know mm -hmm. um the possibilities of the universe if it's untangible and you can't put your fingers on it so i like to like think about this stuff but yeah. then ultimately revert back to my creature comforts just to like get through okay each day you know like i can be i can you know think about all this stuff and be aware that there's so much more going on than we even know the possibility of multiple universes the fact that we're being visited every day by alien life forms yeah. all this shit that's wild and it's so interesting to think about but at the same time then i can you know smoke a bowl and watch some jersey shore drink a bottle of wine and and call it a day yeah and get back to the thing you upgrade your gray matter if yeah, you yeah. <laughs> because one day it may matter Jackie. yeah <laughs> upgrade your gray matter because one day it may matter i i'm also a creature comfort um uh kind of cat i I wouldn't say that like I'm a I'm a higher thinker. I would say that like I'm a higher believer. Yeah, you know. But I, but think I do like, like if to, you if you invest like the people that invest too much, like I think that you need a balance. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. gonna be like an interesting person, you know, evolved, um, and of course you're gonna think about this stuff. But if you get too invested into it, that's when you go a little a little cray cray. Yeah, you start and that's making when the wheels yeah, come off. Yeah, yeah, you start making cowboy hats out of tinfoil. Yeah, and, and then people there. don't want to yeah. talk to you at all. They don't. Yeah, they so don't. you gotta yeah. find you gotta you know be aware and think about this stuff, but also come back to the fact that you're you're a human and you you know you have your friends and family you have this like short life you have these things in your life and you can you know in, indulge and you can still live a normal life while also being aware of the the wider picture okay okay so 
where do you where does obsession lie in that right mm -hmm. because um when when the human curiosity is peaked mm -hmm. right like um then it, it kills cats i believe is the saying yeah um, i've heard that yeah human yeah. curiosity has killed several cats it or kills, something like that yeah, right kitty that's killers kitty yeah right that's how mm -hmm. every you know serial killer and or Peter Grant starts from the beginning. You know he what I mean? He was just telling us. He, he, about, oh my God, horrific, oh my horrific God. tales, right? <sighs> you don't even want to know how many ways you can skin a cat. No, or fillet a feline these oh days. That's God. the thing, yeah. He yeah. never stops talking about it. Honestly, it's like a little bit much. It's, yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's to the point where we're, we're, we're considering a new friend, but yeah, we but just don't <laughs> like other people either. So like right now, a cat killer is like basically all we have. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, which now. is cool. It speaks a lot yeah. to uh, you know to to the world that we live in, and are we living in dystopia now? Um, I then, mean, like, I guess it depends how you define dystopia. Well, like, I would imagine, like, two hundred years ago, a mass amount of la um, humans on Earth were like living in very dire straits, right? Mm -hmm. Compared to now, right? Like, a, qu a qu quality of life has increased, yeah. right? But there's um is like the the quality of the mind you know what i mean right are we just um are are we closing ourselves off and that's another reason mm -hmm. for this record i think that is very important is that it's not um narrow-minded at all right and i think him as an artist right dan the automator is a producer kid koala might as well too actually we got to spend a second to talk about kid koala he's mm -hmm. a canadian dj okay that nice. i mean he doesn't get the shout outs on this record like Dan the Automator does, right? Mm -hmm. Like, especially like off the fucking, right off the top of the record, it's Deltron Zero yeah, and yeah. Automator. And then you hear like in the back, just like all these yeah. cuts and you're like, well, that's Kid Koala. Right. But shout out to, to, the, to, to the Canadian kid. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On event two, it's fucking yeah. dope too. Uh, but if you're, so if you're a fan of the scratches, go and check out, uh, mm -hmm. go and check out those dudes. But, um, oh shit, what were we talking about? Um... A dystopia. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the, I think like the the more comfortable that the that the human race gets, the more um, narrow minded our vision becomes. To okay. all I need to do is um, is work the forty hours, pay the bills, so that I can retain this amount of comfort, mm. rather than, um, you know what I mean. Uh, take the time to wonder and create right. art and explore or something like that. I don't know if I agree I don't know if that would that be, if that, if that would define dystopia. But. Well, uh, sure, sure, it, it, it could. But I don't know if I agree that, that people are getting more narrow-minded. Narrow I think more than ever, people are sort of breaking free of that. Interesting. Of that lifestyle. You yeah. see people, you know, out doing their thing, you know. Like us? On, just like us. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, trying to find a, a way out of it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we see that a lot more, especially because the internet opens up so many possibilities, mm -hmm. and because now people, uh, within the last like decade or so, people have become so much more open with talking about mental health and stuff, yeah. and being like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't for me. Like this working, you know, nine to five, you know, coming, you know, just totally. You can put your fingers in your butt, and people will pay your rent for that on the internet right now. Exactly. Like that's the thing you can sell your socks. Yeah, a guy you know just I mean? offered me a thousand bucks a week to listen to him talk about his divorce. And as a business partner, Jackie, <laughs> I'm going to go on record saying that you really fucked us there. <laughs> For the listener, if if somebody contacted you saying that a stranger and an old Jackie, please. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> you you go, then I'll go. If a stranger <laughs> offers you one thousand dollars a month, a week. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Show Me Yours exclusive. If a stranger offered to pay you $1,000 a week, not to show your butthole, not to show titty, Mm-mm, right? Yeah. Not even to like put your fingers into your throat and throw up on camera or no, do something weird like that. Because that's $1,000 a week level shit. Yeah. Let's get serious here. He, he clarified he's not a pervert. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> Which is debatable. Jackie, that's what we all say. <laughs> yeah. That's what we all say. But yeah. I think that... Um, it's it's just a bummer for me because like I'm in the market like I would listen to your problems for one thousand dollars a week. Yeah. Do you know what I do for a thousand dollars a week? <laughs> it sucks. It takes like forty hours. It's fucking just yeah, a pain in the ass, right? Like my knee is sore today just because mm-hmm. that's what I have to do. I, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Get it, right? I get it. Um. So if I was on the money end of that, I would I would talk to him on the phone. Like, uh, like I talk to my mom when she's had like a bottle of wine yeah, and that I say, yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I put the phone down and I walk away from it for three minutes mm-hmm. and I pick the phone back up and I go, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't miss a beat. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love you, mom. I'm sorry. That's not what I do every time, but <laughs> a lot of times. Sure. sure. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's $4,000 a month, Jackie. Yeah. But okay. My thing is that first of all, this was a random old guy who found me on Instagram and it was like the day that I had posted one of our like promo shots of like me naked. He's a pioneer, Jackie. I and share his so, spirit. So first of all, that's that's cre- that gives me creepy vibes. Second of all, okay. there one. is no fucking way that any any man on this earth, let alone an old man who seeks out a much younger girl Naked on, on Instagram, on Instagram okay. would pay a thousand bucks a week and not for me to listen to him talk about his divorce and not have ulterior motives in mind. What if the check clears and then, I mean, okay, so obviously he's going to slow play this, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking one, two phone calls, right? After three weeks, mm-hmm. he's thinking like, okay, maybe I'll offer 1500 and just get like no bra in the right. video, right? Maybe that would be, you know, that's a place to start. But just the idea. Super weird. Like, it's, it's super weird. weird. But yeah. I'm saying before it gets to like a traumatizing phase for you. <laughs> just like a weird thing that I did. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I'm just saying yeah. like, think about the business, Jack. Yeah. I blocked him. It made me uncomfortable. Well, we could use a little capital. So if there's any weird guys out there looking for somebody to talk to for $1,000 a week, I guess holler at me. (laughs) If you can prove that you're going to pay me a thousand and if you're not like twice, three times my age. Jack, you you can't put an age limit on love or curiosity. I don't know. You can't put it. You can't put an age limit on the rent. I can put an age limit on who I'm going to talk to on the phone for an hour every day about their love life. It just sounds ageist to me, right? It sounds like you're, um, it, it sounds like you're trying to like oppress maybe what might be the songbird of our generation. This but, guy might okay, be like but, a, a beautiful mind, right? Like, like maybe so he's just misunderstood. Does he have no friends or family to talk to? And Clearly what makes, not. And what makes him think what drew him to me other than just the photos he's seeing that would make him think, oh, this girl's a good listener. That's not what he's after. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, 
<laughs> maybe he's into ears and he's like that bitch got some lobes on her like and like i don't know right like maybe maybe there's something about your tits that says good listener i may, <laughs> like, i don't know how this guy thinks yeah i'm just trying to clean him out you know before his inevitable suicide that like that just seems yeah, to be yeah. like the logical thing because like why should his family spend that money on a funeral right that, like yeah, we should obviously spend that money on our future you can't take it with you no you we cannot can take it from you oh well, nice nice oh uh, yeah <laughs> manhattan keep on making it and brooklyn keep on taking it um yeah fuck yeah you see i don't know crisis precipitates change jackie mm-hmm. and i think that um if we could maybe appear like we need the help more than we do mm-hmm. like maybe we could do like the um like the YouTube equivalent of like street busking and like okay. asking for, you know what I mean? Cause that's basically what we're trying to do, right? Should like we're like trying down, to pay the rent. Downgrade the, the studio here. I don't know if we can downgrade little, uh... the studio anymore that we can. <laughs> We've stapled the sheet to the wall, Jackie. Um, for any young broadcasters out there that think this is uh this is a very hard yeah. to do. Like just got to lighten a couple pieces of gear and you too can have a ridiculous show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At the end of the day, obviously you draw the line. Is there somewhere that, uh, like, Japanese businessmen are buying panties out of vending machines? Right. right? I told you, feet pics. I will send you photos of my feet if you pay me. Oh, okay. 100%. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. All right. We're just trying to offer. I will do so much more than that. Um Really, money talks. Uh, Whatever, yeah, whatever you want to see. I mean, shit, I was... I was doing more than that last week for free. So if we can maybe bring a revenue stream into this and, yeah. uh, you know, then that would be one thing, but you know what? We're in it for the love, Jax. Mm-hmm. I think that that's important, right? It's the art is, um, is there. We don't want to defile. No, 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 no. And I don't want the picture of my butthole on the internet to define me as an artist. No. You know, yeah. I definitely want it to define me as like, um, patient zero yeah. or somebody in serious need to help. Yeah. But that should be it. Yeah, you know, um, if there were if there were pictures of my tits on the internet, I'm okay with that defining me as an artist. That's pretty cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> good tits. It's not my butthole. I'm ashamed of. It's just what I've done to it. <laughs> just what it's been through. You know, yeah. my butthole looks like Rambo at the end of a fucking flick. Like it's just gone through like so much. They drew first blood. Yeah. Just the trauma. Yeah. yeah. Johnny trauma. They call me that. Yeah. There's 14 or 15 people that call me that. So in the sense of like my butthole outshining the accomplishments of me as a man, mm-hmm. do you think that um, like, w- and, and in Dell's situation too, unfortunately, I mm-hmm. apologize if any of this ever gets back to Dell and we just transition from my butthole to Dell's music. <laughs> um, but the, this record specifically, mm-hmm. and obviously a couple verses on a Gorillaz song, right. has significantly outshined the rest of his career. Right. Um, can you think of any other like instances in that that's kind of happened where somebody is known? Um, I would say like uh, Jim Carrey, more known for his acting as far as his stand-up, but not okay. so much as one film outshines the rest of his career. Right. CeeLo mean- Green. I think CeeLo Green is like a, a popular artist. I don't know if he is as popular now, but mm-hmm. yeah, CeeLo Green that, used yeah. to be in Goody Mob. So if you're a, mm-hmm. an Outcast fan and like Goody Mob came up and they were like the 
the bad boys from from Atlanta. So when CeeLo yeah. came out, does that make you crazy? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it should be like, what you know about the dirty South? Yeah. Like that shit was yeah. was hard. Um, but so whether it's like negative or positive, I don't know. Like I think this this well, this specific example is mm-hmm. almost like it's it's heartbreaking in the sense that anytime Dell's name comes up, it's either me Clint Wh- Eastwood or thirty thirty. Yeah. Well, I I hate to to always bring it back to the Sandman, but. <laughs> We're both fans of the Sandman. But I do think that's a good example. It's a when, especially nowadays, when, uh, well, maybe not so, maybe that's changing in the last, uh, the last few years because he's been, uh, coming out. What is, what was that fucking movie called? The drama he was in? Oh, Uncut Gems was great. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because now, you know, he's Uncut Gems. I just watched another one. Punch Drunk Love was great too. Great. Yeah. I just watched another recent one on Netflix. It's like, him and Dustin Hoffman and Ben Stiller. Recent? Yeah, it's on oh, Netflix. Cool. Great. Anyways, but I think in in the last, uh, you know, decade or so, whenever someone brings up Adam Sandler, it's usually like as a joke, like sort yep. of like making fun of him, like, oh, Adam Sandler fucking sucks. He makes shitty movies type thing. Yeah, yeah. And Disregarding an entire body of work. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, the movies that he was making we're making him tons of money but that does not represent his comedic talent he made a hundred million dollars and then decided to make movies for his kids like i'm exactly. not exactly like why the fuck yeah, yeah. yeah i would do it like if you're like okay this dumb i'm trying shit to sell I'm pictures doing. of my butthole on yeah. the fucking youtube right <laughs> yeah. now i would do it yeah far more like, yeah this fucking <laughs> dumb shit is making me millions i'm gonna keep churning these out for absolutely a bit. but he is fucking so much more than that mm-hmm. he's a brilliant comedic talent so yeah, totally. yeah. I totally. think Jim Carrey is a good example too. Lots of people hate on Jim Carrey. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's 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 weird how you can grow up um, being a fan of somebody. I mean, especially with like Jim Carrey's, well, Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna look at, I mean, um, like from Ace Ventura all the oh. way up to like whenever you want to draw the line for Jim. But like if you're gonna tell me so that good. me myself and Irene isn't one of the funniest fucking movies of all time, like all that stuff is ridiculous. It's like Man and on then, the Moon, brilliant, right? It's if, so good. Yeah, and then like um, just if you don't like uh, like the number twenty three yeah. or like um, was like Beautiful Mind or whatever was it? I love you, Eternal, Philip. See, Eternal what's, Sunshine. What's the one where he's fucking the guy? That's a graphic scene of Jim Carrey just fucking some dude in the oh. ass. Awesome. Oh yeah. Um, Fuck. What was that? I guess like I love you or I'm. I, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I have yeah. the actual name, but yeah. yeah. If you want to see Jim Carrey covered in sweat, just giving it to a fella. Um, find it. It's a, yeah. it's a movie. Google it. But um, it's it's weird for a fan to um not enjoy one piece of uh, of art that kind of comes out and yeah. then go ahead to to shit point. on that person yeah. um as if they're not talented anymore no mm-hmm. good anymore or whatever right like i think like not everybody's nicholas cage just doing it for the, a couple extra bucks right i think he was in some serious i, I heard some story that nicholas cage is in so much fucking debt that he just has to keep taking shitty m- roles in movies or whatever yeah. but he makes national fucking treasure like how much debt is this guy in that one national treasure movie can't fucking square yeah. you off right? have you heard fuck so seth rogan has been doing the rounds on podcasts because of his book his book he just released. okay yeah, yeah yeah and uh he was on i think it was conan's podcast and he told this like nicholas cage story that's like in the book and he's like yeah like i'm sure next time i see nicholas cage it's going to be super awkward but honestly i've already had a couple awkward interactions with nicholas cage so basically long story short 
they were doing a movie and Nicolas Cage was auditioning and he just did like the weirdest take on this character, like really went for it. And it was just like bizarre. Awesome. And afterwards, Seth was like, uh, like he didn't know what to say. He's like, I didn't like it. Like we're not going this this way. And so Nick Cage like didn't get the part. And then like years later, uh, he they met with him for another movie and Nick Cage was just like, was like uh, like James Franco character in Spring Breakers sort of like a ripoff of that audition I did for you? And Seth was like, no. Like, I had nothing to do with that movie. Are <laughs> like, you fucking what? kidding me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so apparently... You would think that Nicolas yeah. Cage would know the difference between a Seth Rogen and a Harmony Corinne fucking right? movie. Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. bad isn't kids, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would love to have had a weird interaction with Nicolas right? Cage. So, like, that would be worth it. I would fucking, Man. I would cast a million fucking right? movies with Nicolas Cage just auditioning for every single one. Just right. because you get a Nicolas Cage authentic audition. Right. He's just going to fucking, yeah. like, rip lines and come in with his hair all fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and the way, he, the way Seth explained it to he's like, it was so awkward. Like, it sounds really awesome, but, like, sitting in the room in that moment, it was unbearable. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage is another one like Wild at Heart. That performance gonna is going to like so fuck good. off. You know yeah, what I mean, right? Like yeah. I'm, you, sh- you can say whatever you will. And I think like, I'm, I'm Laura more Dern. Oh, she kills everything. She's fucking, she fucking fantastic. Does. She's so good. She yeah. brings him a snakeskin jacket, mm-hmm. right? Did you know that it's his? Oh my god, I can't remember the goddamn <laughs> so, quote right yeah, now. Yeah. But yeah, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Sense of individuality yeah, sim- and belief in personal of my freedom. Individuality, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't know. I'm Yeah, do you have any other final thoughts here? Like I don't know. I think I just like I I, I shot my load on I shot my load on, <laughs> on, on Deltron here. Like I don't know I don't know where to go um okay. from this. If you have anywhere yeah. that you want to take this and um then we can go because I'm going off the book now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What uh, what okay. What do you what do you do to upgrade your gray matter? Well, Jackie, I just try to take a couple <laughs> days off yeah. a week, you yeah. know? Um <laughs> not of work, mm-hmm. uh of uh of uh, just a couple days away from me. Yeah, You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, yeah. right? To like try if and it, like let it breathe. Yeah, the yeah. best thing that I can do as a person is ignore myself for at least two of those days mm-hmm. and just try to get a little bit of work done. Um I like to read. Yeah. Um I like to try, but I trying to find time for all of that shit, yeah. right? I like to um do whatever I can to relax. Yeah. But um I have a curious mind mm-hmm. and I can never turn it off. Well, I think that's I think that is like, you know, expanding your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think um anything that I can do to to learn something new, mm-hmm. what the problem that I'm having is that I'm so distrusting of um, everything that I read, like especially like on my phone or on the internet or whatever, because yeah. like journalism doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And anytime that I find something, even it doesn't have to be like political, um, like skateboard journalism is the only thing that you can count on because like we went mm-hmm. to Barcelona right. and dude yeah. did the trick. Mm-hmm. It was sick. Like that's the only shit that you can do because now everything else is an opinion piece, right? Yeah. So like, um, I, I was reading something on all the space debris, right? Mm-hmm. That's like kind of surrounding um, the world, and 
the idea that there's like a like an entire junkyard mm -hmm. in orbit around our planet so much so so that when they are planning launches mm -hmm. they need to coordinate that with not bumping into a chunk of fucking satellite that's been there for 40 years or whatever right yeah some of these things are like not some bolts floating around some of them are like the size of cars right yeah that is fascinating to me yeah. and the entire article that i'm reading is basically um uh elon musk and jeff bezos slam article saying like everything that like they're the ambitions that these people have regardless of whether it's going to be like if Elon Musk puts like 50 fucking satellites and gives the entire world internet for free or you know what I mean, right? Like yeah. there's a few things like that that could definitely improve life for yeah. a lot of people like on, on earth. Um, the, the blame isn't on the people going to, uh, going into space now. Mm -hmm. It's f fucking 60 years of government programs and shit that didn't fucking work or whatever yeah. that, you know, is the majority of that space junk. Right. Yeah. So you're reading this thing and all I want to know is about what the fuck is up there. Right. Right. Just give me the facts. Right. And then I'm reading five paragraphs about how shitty fucking two billionaires are. And obviously. Right. I'm not a fan of I, I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. But like the entire. So every time that you try to like every time I try to upgrade my gray matter, mm -hmm. you know, it tries to pull me back down to shit that doesn't matter. And that's like something that that, that drives me crazy. So I've been just basically looking at. um uh Well, a lot of uh, a lot of UFO and Bigfoot stuff, because yeah. that makes me happy. And a lot of. um um historical stuff yeah because that's interesting to me and like i and you can't go too far back yeah like i only do like um i i, I looked at the um like the uh like the tulsa massacre like and mm -hmm. the thing there because it just like the anniversary happened or whatever so i just like looked into that and like that's the uh, the amount of shit or whatever that has been like covered up that's kind of like the new thing that i'm kind of been looking at for the past two weeks it's just um yeah as the ability for um governments and media to cover things up and uh, make things appear different over time for example well, i mean that's so huge right now with uh, all of the remains of the children at various various old residential of schools course, around, right? the, around the country yeah. it's all over the place and i yeah. think if you look at it like the uh, oh shit this is fucking fascinating okay mm -hmm. so when you see all those pictures of all those residential schools right yeah. the last one that closed was in like the 90s or something right yeah, i think it was like like 96 it's fucked something like that right it's so even. fucked up it might have been 99 something like it's late 90s every like. picture that the that um uh that the media has shown mm -hmm. of every residential school is black and white photography yeah to make it seem like it was like Asian it didn't happen right yeah. there's um in philadelphia i believe in the 80s the police fucking bombed like an entire city block mm -hmm. Fucking horrendous story. Yeah. Absolutely fucked up. I think like 235 homes or something like that were destroyed. People in this place, people fucking died. One of the most fucked up, egregious uses of power and the biggest fuck up, you know what I mean, in um, uh, a city has ever had. You know what I mean? Especially for the people that are there to, like, to protect that fucking neighborhood end up like literally blowing it up. Yeah. Um, completely fucking horrific. And that happened in the 80s and every picture that you see is black and white. Of up. course. To make you it know? seem more... Yeah, more right? Which was yeah. like that That kind of shit blows me away. Yeah. So I'm just like fascinated in um, in the way that uh, like public opinion can be um, mm -hmm. can be swayed or, 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 or kind of um, it painted in a different light so that a few years later the it won't be a tragedy anymore it won't like um you won't the kid that's learning about it and the next generation isn't going to know the the weight and and how devastating all these things were mm -hmm. right and then like the and the fucking and whitey just marches on because fucking asshole right? yeah and i think that's pretty fucked up yeah yeah no i think uh going back and learning about history is always a positive thing 
I feel like, yeah, I do the same thing. You know, I'm I'm also like curious about all sorts of things yeah. and I read a lot. I feel like lately though, like to sort of like my my like version of expanding my mind is like sort of going the other way and like going more like inward and Ooh. spending more time just like Hippie. being like Yeah. That's <laughs> just rad. like being like I don't know, like being like within my myself and like finding uh i don't know find like getting to know like myself more and like finding that sort of like um t tapping into that like internal like like wisdom and stuff that we all sort of have that like intuition but like Ooh. getting more i don't know because i just feel like that is more that makes me feel more evolved than any amount of like reading articles interesting does you know I, I don't know. Well, but no, I, I do. Like, it. it makes a lot of sense. I just, I have like a very short attention span. So anytime that I well, try so, to like, yeah. uh, you know, to like meditate or 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 be in the present moment, mm -hmm. I've well, some therapists do, have told me that yeah. would help. Uh, you know, to, yeah, <laughs> with, well, with, with I, my brain, right? I do. And, uh, it's I do very too. Difficult. It doesn't come naturally. It's definitely no. a a practice. But you know, I think it. Yeah, it helps me definitely be more present sure. in the moment. Yeah. There are so many times where like i'll just like you know just tap out because i'm just like thinking about something else and i oh, think yeah. i'm getting better at that mm. at, at just like being and i think that's like what he's like all like all we not to get like super hippy dippy with it but all Buckle we up, have folks. but all we have is the present moment so if you're not like here then like you're you're missing it you're missing out on life that's true because that's you don't the past is the past and the future has yet to come and you don't know what the fuck the, what the future holds so all you have is like every like passing second like that is your your life and so if you're you know caught up thinking about something that happened yesterday or fucking 10 years ago or if you're worrying about something that might happen in in the future you're missing your life like right now yeah christoph crane said uh in one of his songs uh, just being so concerned with the mo um with the ending that the moment slips away you know what i mean which exactly. is kind of interesting and you know like the you know the like the drive's always shorter on the way home because you're always mm -hmm. thinking yeah. about you know you're always looking at um oh well, when i get here mm -hmm. then i'll relax or whatever and it's, yeah. it, even the way that the kind of the world is set up right like you have to work so hard now or whatever so that you can relax later it's like why don't you just yeah and why don't you just like kick I, it right now yeah and that's like what we're trying to escape and even like when you look back on like you know like trips or like memories and you look back and you're like oh that was such a fun time why wasn't I enjoying it in, in the moment? I was just kind of waiting for it to end. Like I was, yeah, you know, yeah. thinking about or like- Or even if you're having so much fun, you're like, oh, I hope this new or whatever, right? Yeah, you're always like yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah. Just like be, being, being there. Yeah. I think that's the, the best way to sort of expand your mind and just like take everything, take everything in as it, as it comes. Yeah. yeah. Shit, that was- Normally I would be the, uh, yeah, I want to be contrarian here. I want to be, uh, I want to be the voice of reason to your, uh, to your radical left-wing ideologies. But I, I can get with that. I don't know. That's not left-wing at all. That's yeah. very, uh, uh, inner wing. It's um, very kumbaya. It's very, yeah, yeah. And I mean, when I was a young warthog, I had a similar theory. Um, and I just want to direct, actually, no, that's, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, I will try to live my life in, in in that righteousness, in that path. 
Yeah. All praise Jax. <laughs> yeah. well, I think we're there. Do you want to land the plane? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, Jax, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Listen to Dell. Not <laughs> only 3030, 30, every release, everything. And I mean, obviously, Dan the Automator, Kid Koala, if you're a fan of, of cuts and scratches and cool hip hop. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Peace. <laughs>